0: means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time.
2: Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.
1: Welcome back to Bleach Boys, episode 24 of Bleach Thousand Blood War. Technically the penultimate episode of Bleach Thousand Blood War Core 2. There's two episodes left. They're going to be released at the same exact time as an hour special. I actually think the last two titles have been announced. It's going to be called um, The Master and then Black. Is what it's with the final
0: episode. Just is black? Mm-hmm. Just black. Is that because of uh, our boy Ichibe? Hey, Maybe. We, we, hey, we don't know.
1: We don't know. Maybe because everything's looking black, looking bleak, looking, <laughs> looking real messed up. We'll have to wait and see. So this time we're talking episode 24. Just came out. It is called Too Early to Win, Too Late to Know. Which, um, great
0: title, by the way.
1: Incredible title. Really let up. Very suspicious as to what that meant when we saw it last time. Uh, now we know. So incredible. Initial reactions 10 out of 10 episode. Yeah. Loved the fucking introduction.
2: Was insane. That was anime only, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That
1: whole thing was an expansion on all kinds of shit. It was crazy.
2: I'm almost certain none of that was in the manga. Damn. Okay. that's one of the
1: benefits, which is this is what we've been saying for the longest time. One of the benefits of Kubo working so closely with the anime is that he is now allowed to add all of the shit in. And we haven't really seen it pay off in all of Core One, Core Two, the first three quarters, whatever. We got little spurts of it in there. But I feel like with episode 24 it's the first time that we've seen Kubo full on payoff like hey my manga has been done for 10 years this is what people have wanted to see this is what people have asked here you go
0: yeah cuz i mean we did get a little bit of like what add ons a little
2: sprinkle oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah. between yeah, the stream raid for one of them yeah there was there was some stuff in there that all i can think was I can't answer Sam's questions Because that's hardcore spoilers For Can't Figure Your Own World <laughs> I hate this so much Dude. Yeah, So we'll kick it off
1: Let's go through it um, I took a fuck ton of notes I'm probably going to spark notes a lot of it We're going to move around and see what we do Kicking it off Ishibe has a meeting with Yuha which is insane and then we get to see a lot of the old timey Quincy's I don't even know if they're called Stern Raiders at this point but they're having a sick ass fucking old timey meeting love it
0: I like that it's very yes. like medieval almost
1: so Ichibe declares himself as the balance of the three worlds soul society the world of the living in Hueco Mundo and he's like yo I gotta I got a deal for you homie I got a non aggression deal for you he's like <laughs> let us soul reapers it will worry about the world you sit back and enjoy your kingdom man like does that sound like a fucking sick setup and he's like you we won't and fear with the unification of the Quincy's and the liked rain. It's all good. Do whatever you want. And Yuha immediately offended. He's like, this it's a deception. It's like you're you're bullshitting me. And he says that you're talking to me as if I was just a little baby. And Ishibe's like well, you know, you are. You are a baby, you know? And Yuha says that the uh, he has a couple of questions for way He says the world was once one. Who set the boundaries for eternal peace by separating life and death? Ichue's like the soul king. And he's like who brought the fear of death to people? The soul king again. And Yuha continues saying that he knows the anguish cries of the souls that have returned to him, which, you know, he's used his blood. They come back to him. He gets all of that stuff. We've known that about Yuha. And he says, I know the vindictiveness of people who fear death and cling to their fleeting lives. And that's the offer that you answer each bay. Where in those three worlds can one find peace? And Yuha's like, if you can see it, and Yuha's continues saying that he can see it all. And he's like, I'll show it to you. And so that's when we see him fucking lift up his hand and a fucking like, eye appears on his hand and, at this point, the Quincy girl, who we've been seeing in the background this whole scene, pulls out a fucking Glack, dude, and pulls out a gun and just starts shooting it right at each mate and he stops it. Made air. Like Kylo Ren 4 style. Like, I thought
0: that was pretty badass. Yeah.
1: Fucking cool as hell. And so the pair of eyes just look at Yu Ha. um which. Worth noting, Yuha stops it and shoots them back at all of the Quincy's. Mm-hmm. And this nice big Quincy guy blocks all of them. Fucking incredible dude. And Yuha immediately gets the, the Ichigo treatment with a bunch of flashes here. And most of this we have already seen. Most of the flashes that we saw that happened with Yuha and Ichibe in the meeting, been there, done that with Ichigo. Almost identical. The one new scene that we see. eyeballs
0: seen, in there too. Yes.
1: So the one new scene that we see is of Ichibe holding the Soul King corpse in the water. I assume that's what I just watched there. Is that correct, Pythes? That is some shit I cannot talk to you about.
0: Oh, no.
1: (laughs) So that is who I think the only other person that I could feel like that is is one of the OG squad, you know, Soul Reaper captains, the kind of the chubby one with the glasses. That's the only other one that I could think of that that is possibly being. But pretty sure Ichibe, pretty sure picking it up. It almost came off to me. This whole conversation of Yuha saying that yo know, the Soul King is his dad, which was a big reveal in and of itself, technically for the anime, mm-hmm. and then this cons- this conversation with Ichibe, it felt almost to me like they're setting up Ichibe to be Yuha's brother, like they're like yeah, like ichibe is like the fucking favorite son, and Yuha's like the son the that was hated, son, yeah, the, the, and he's the salty about it,
2: bastard child, mm-hmm. one would say. It can't say nothing.
0: <laughs> okay, well. Cool scene, nonetheless. Very
1: interesting that they're putting all this stuff in here. Um, after seeing this, Yuha is just, like, disgusted. Like, how pitiful, how repulsive. And Yuha full-on runs at Ichiban, grabs his arm. And at this point, Yuha, worth noting, he has the multiple eye thing going. Mm-hmm. He's got the almighty. And Ichibe and he grabs Ichibei's arm he's like you think you can kill me with his hand my father's hand is nothing more than a sacrifice to his child it can give life but it cannot take it away and Ichibe says those eyes are troublesome but they can never see through the soul king and then this hand kind of like bubbles up and becomes I don't know like a, it becomes bigger and grasps Yuha and we see Yuha's four eyes turn back into his normal two and Ichibe says did you think I would let you have the soul king's arm for free you, your eyes will be closed forever, never to open until the day you die. Live a modest life. And that's when Ichibe I thought that was leave. pretty hardcore. Hardcore <laughs> as fuck. And what happens in that interaction is we know Ichibe has the soul king. Mm-hmm. Not Ichibe. Yuha has the soul king's hand. I think Stern Reader C is the soul king's hand. Am not I remembering yeah. You are correct. So in that interaction what we just saw is Yuha obtaining Pernida. Is that correct? Yeah, I lost my mind when that happened. <laughs> I, I was just like, how did this happen? Like, when? I watched that part probably three times. And I'm like, let me just make sure what I'm seeing here. Because yep. he basically traded. He took Pernida, and Ichibe took the Almighty.
2: I think he took the eyes of the Soul King. I think that's what it was. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 okay, okay. Uh, also, so, did, did you notice that Yuha, not, yeah, Yuha's like old lieutenant was in that group for Quincy's, the one that uh, Yama killed? During the war? No. No, I did not notice I that. I did not see that. The yeah. dude with the eye patch, I think he had. You're mm-hmm. right. Okay. When so he uses cool. Bonkai.
1: I was just very interested in just looking at that. I was like, man, look at the cool girl, Quincy. <laughs> Pulling up the machine gun.
2: <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's cool. Twitter, Twitter has already gone crazy with her. <laughs> ah, she's got a backstory yeah, and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, you know how the internet works. It's just how it would be sometimes. So he, Ichibe took the Soul King's eyes and he traded him the arm. Yeah. Is the ability that Ichibei had to stop the bullets and reflect them also an ability of the Soul
2: King? I don't know. It might have been did, – did he use the other hand?
1: Yeah, he used the yeah, other hand did. to do it.
2: Uh, could be or it could just be – something Ichibe because I don't put it past he can just make a force field
0: yeah Yeah. that makes sense I mean Ichibe has been around forever you're going to see how broken he is soon
1: yeah. <laughs> Intent. So we cut forward a little bit to after the meeting. Still in the past, though, Yuha is saying that he's glad he lost his eyes. He says, you no longer has to see through your humiliation anymore. My father, you have become nothing more but a mindless and hideous lump of flesh to be worshipped. He says, I will give you a new purpose. Vanish along with this world. Become a grave to the three worlds. We now cut to present time, Yuha, as he says that, you know, this is the royal palace. Ugrim is like, I feel your pain, your majesty. And Yuha's like, don't call me out on the spot like that, homie. He's <laughs> like, I'm not feeling any shred of emotion by looking at king grave we will end this world of deceit and create a new world of peace with our own hands Ugrim holds out his hand summons some shadows and out jump a bunch of the fucking minions where I mean hey I gotta say for a second how fucking salty would you be if you were Robert you wanted to go up to the soul palace to be with you so fucking bad and he just summons some fucking minions to go up there but like who the fuck
2: yeah poor Robert just yeah. laying on the ground. Yeah. We see him later on. And I think I wrote in my notes, man, I feel so fucking bad. <laughs> for <this Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. just, I have something to say about that scene later. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get that. Um,
1: So, Ugram summons the fucking minions, and they look up the stairs, and they're greeting by Sinjumaru and her own minion ninjas, and that's when we get the opening for the episode. So, very long opening scene there, which I thought was fucking insane.
0: I was happy with it. I Mm -hmm. was just blown away by that whole setup.
1: I was not expecting that. I don't think anybody was expecting what we just saw going into that, and it kicked off. We were in the past. I was just watching. I was like, this is new. This This is all new. It's like, I know my memory's horrible, but I don't remember a shred of this. Yep.
2: I didn't even write that down in my notes because I knew for sure. You can tell this is new, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I think everybody
1: knew that. I was like, fuck, that is cool. And once again, hey, credit to fucking Kubo all the way through and through on that. That is a great scene.
2: I, I immediately, once that scene was done, I paused. And that was when I texted you guys on Instagram, don't look at Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah that's okay I woke up at 8.30 just to watch Bleach (laughs) yeah that's that's when it drops that's the
1: best time to watch it because then you can I had, I've only had a couple of days off the whole time we've been doing this. There's only been a few times I've been able to watch Bleach when it comes out, and then I get to enjoy being on social media with the everybody rest of else. The day. You know, normally, I'm at work, and I either, A, cannot be on social media, so I'm not going to see any of the hype until I'm fucking home later at night after I watch the episode, or I'm on social media, and I'm seeing everybody else. I'm like Squidward in his house watching like Patrick yep, and Spongebob. everybody running around. Outside. That's usually how it goes for me. So – it's a great time. That's the best way to do it,
2: 110%. Let me, let me give you uh, what happened to me. So I wake up early in the morning, early for me, which is 9. I'm eating my breakfast cereal. I start the episode. I immediately see Yuha sitting across the table from Ichige, Ichibei, and I just go, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> what? what the fuck?
1: Yeah, inc- incredible addition, 110% incredible. So – Let's go back to the episode back at – this is after the opening now. We immediately see Ganju appear. He just comes riding in on his fucking boar. Uh, what is the name of the boar? Anybody – It a has Bleach a funny master? name. I just has... don't remember. Bonnie. It's Bonnie. Okay, now, here's the thing. Here's a little note on Bonnie, the boar, the hog, whatever the fuck it is. Do you guys remember there was a after credit scene in the original Bleach where there was like the Bleach illustrated whatever the fuck.
0: The, the cones little thing. Yes. Yeah. They
1: eat Bonnie. In one of the in one of the so after credits, really? Scenes. Yeah, that was Udonohana. Yes, <laughs> they kill and eat Bonnie in That's one of the after really credits. Funny. So is this Bonnie Mark too or are we just gonna you know move past? Listen. This one's Ronnie. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, just Ronnie.
2: This runs off of uh, Simpsons logic. Just don't think about it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is Bonnie. Uh, that he got eaten. This one is Clyde. Thank you. We're just gonna move on. So, Ganju's there. He's very offended that they were going to head to the Royal Palace without him, the self-proclaimed Royal Palace expert. Yeah. And Ichigo's like, what, what is he doing here? And Ganju's like, what do you think? It's, or who do you think it was that launched Squad Zero there first? And he's like, your sister? Yep. <laughs> and, and Ganju's like, exactly. And just continues going on about how great he is. Ganju says he has to go beat those Quincy's and even, thought, and even brought this roadmap to the Royal Palace from Kukaku herself. And Ichigo tries to warn him. You have like a homie hug. like, hey, listen. It's going to be even more dangerous than any place we've been to before. And Ganju's like, yeah, I know. That's why I'm going. So everyone smiles. It was a feel-good moment. He just wants to
0: hang out with his cousin. Yeah, yeah.
1: And now we have Ganju, Yoroichi, Orihime, Chad, and Ichigo. They're all getting launched up to the Soul Palace. And so everyone stops to turn and looks up, which I liked. It was one of the few times where we actually got reaction shots, where they cut from the meteor spot Mm -hmm. and kept it here. Sternritters and Soul Reapers alike just fucking stopped to look up. Um, This is where we see Robert. Robert Accutrone, the poor victim of this series. He is laying on the ground. Looks like he's just daydreaming, looking at the sky. And He, he zooms in on his eye. He sees the smoke trail going yep. up. He's just watching. Okay? Now, he looked like he was just leisure, right? Just having a good time? Last episode, he got fucking impaled by Byakya's Bankai.
0: Yeah, he got fucking, wrecked.
1: Do you remember all of the people who got hit by Byakya's Bankai? Let's think of, like, Renji. Right when Renji fought Biyaki for the first time, he was fucking cut up, dude. He had to go around and bandages his rest of the time. Robert, I
0: don't know what his skin is made out of. Blue. He's vibing, dude. Blue vein, dude. He's he's vibing.
2: He's Bane. just sitting you there hanging good. out.
0: I, you know, he was probably just laying there, and you know, he heard that song "Hello Darkness, <laughs> My Old Friend," and he's yep. just laying there mm-hmm. sad. He's like, yep. I wish I could have been on that rocket pole thing. Maybe Yua. Healed Robert in between this So that way he could <laughs> no. lay there pitifully And watch He was humiliating like, Robert
1: watch Ichigo come I don't up, want you, you to couldn't. die before you see other people Achieve your dreams Robert uh, He's
2: listening to Candle in the Wind Oh uh, there
1: we go but Yeah poor fucking
0: Robert dude he
2: just, I, I mean he can't score a W
0: That's okay we know many people Who
2: can't score W's <laughs> I mean technically He fought uh, Shun Sui to a standstill And blew out his fucking eye
1: okay yeah yeah w. okay all right all right true that Wait. was true that was a good fight by him mm-hmm. i give that to
2: him i think about all of the bleach characters that have maimed or dismembered cast members and it just doesn't stick how many arms have been chopped off or holes i Sui's mean eye anyone is... who
0: fights hits a gaia
2: yeah yeah shun eye is still fucked okay so i have a question does shun eye ever get healed
1: or yeah. does he forever keep the eye patch he keeps, he keeps the eye patch keeps the eye patch but dude okay now here's here's the thing here's why i asked Yuha made fun of Yama, where it's like, dude, you have fucking Orihime, you have all these healers. Get your fucking arm healed, dog. Like you're you're the man. You're supposed to be the goat here, and you can't put your pride aside for two seconds to ask Orihime to heal your fucking arm. You're weak, and now Shinsui's doing the same thing.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a pride
1: thing. Dude, like, come on. Like, yeah. I, I gave credit to Shun Tui very early on because I'm like, yo, oh, he's no. are not you, Yama. Are you going to hate on him? No, huh? I, Just a little bit. He's <laughs> not Yama. I'm like, he's learning. He's, like, maneuvering. You know, he's thinking with his brain. He went to go tell Ichigo's friends, like, hey, heads up. Like, Yama would never do that.
0: What if it's, yeah. he keeps it as a reminder? Yeah.
2: Don't,
1: nah. Dude, because you think of the amount of stuff as a warrior that you lose by having one eye, and the way that he also had Kenpachi trained so that he was not doing that himself by weakening himself. Mm -hmm. Hypocrite.
2: I mean, there's two reasons. Like one is at least during the blood war or he may often wake a mundo fucking around. So there's no time. Mm -hmm. The other reason is he looks really cool with an eye patch. Why would you fix it?
1: I mean, listen, unless Mayuri is installing a fucking laser beam shooting
2: eyeball <laughs> every the time eye he patches, pulls it up, he
1: needs to get it fixed. Depth perception is gone. You can't fight like there, that.
2: There is a part in Can't Fear Your Own World where they're like, yeah, we learned how to fight without sight in the academy. The fuck does that? No, Okay, that's
1: bullshit again because if that was the case
0: K-
2: yes if that <laughs> was the
1: case why was it such a surprise that like Kampachi should just be wheeling and dealing against tozen when he fought he should have just roasted his dumb ass then
0: because it was all his senses. it's Kempachi, yeah yeah
1: but it's like if he could already fight in the dark i guess you're missing your your ears and it's, you know all that other shit
2: it was sight sound smell everything but touch
1: i don't stand by shun sui still i still don't. <laughs> I, that, that excuses the toes and but I still don't stand by Shinsu. Why would you purposely nerf your depth perception?
2: Yeah, fuck it. Who knows? Maybe my, maybe he's got a fake eye, and he's like he keeps the eye patch to try and get ch- get chicks. Sure. he's just hitting on the now the whole time.
1: He likes the rugged look now. Mm-hmm. No, he can't
2: hit on the now. That'd be gross. Is it because like their daughters? Or is the that, daughter? Dude, Wait, what is
0: she to him? Do you
2: guys? That's his niece. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I forgot they were related. Shunsui is many things. He is not the creepy uncle. Real quick, lore. Uh, when I was flipping through the book doing the comparison, we don't know what it stands for, but Robert's shrift is his. He's the letter N for mm. not getting in with Yu Ha. Huh? Uh, <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely.
1: So Mayuri is also there and he has a little whole scene just trash talking about how shittily that thing launched off and how he couldn't have adjusted it any worse if he tried. And then we go back up to Squad Zero now we see Sinjumaru talking to Yuha and he's like, Man, it's been a long time, Yuha. And he says, Entering the Royal Palace uninvited, I can see defeating Yama has gone to your head. And Yugrim commands the Soul Dat forward at this point, And Sindy commands the Soul King's Blade. And they instantly destroy all the shitty fucking Stern Ritter bitches. And uh Sinjumar says become the rust on the Soul King's Blade. The Soul King's Blade Ninja Squad attempts to then attack Yuha after that, but they keep on getting like twisted and turned away from him. And that's when we see a new character be introduced. Neonzo Weizel. The wind is what he's called. And he explains he has the fucking rose disease. Every enemy that he finds bends and warps to avoid his body. And Senju Mara is like, okay, cool. So you can't bend those that you can't see. And he's like, oh, my bad. I misspoke. I... I find enemies off of instinct so no matter where they attack from they steer clear of my body and he has a bad habit of not being so clear when explaining that stuff he then drags his finger through the waist of all of these guys and they just fucking pop apart instantly and Sinjumaru immediately like closes the gap between her her, her and uh, Nianzol I don't know if I'm saying that correct but we're gonna roll with it Nianzol Nianzol and says that enemy is harder to see the closer they are especially if they're touching your body like the robe that you're wearing and while you're busy fucking with the holy soldiers whatever I retailed it retailed it with a fabric of my own and we see that he's in a completely new outfit and he begins to try to get out of the outfit freaking out and Stimar says be grateful that a foot soldier such as yourself even gets to wear it it's one of my finest works and she says don't forget or don't expect to be taking it off before you die as spikes pierce him everywhere and she says forgetting to remove my sewing needle is my bad habit that I can never break and that's we get the title
0: great weavers sinjimaru i thought that was badass I just see the incredible uh, the needles pop yeah, out of him yeah. and just blood everywhere which
1: fucking roasted for poor Nyanzo, wherever where the fuck his name is absolutely roasted he had you know i feel like to be fair showed up had a great showing did a cool thing got roasted you can't ask I'm, for better than that
2: i'm gonna be completely honest i don't even remember if he shows up again
1: <laughs> well the last thing you see i think i wrote coming up next when they cut back because there's a whole conversation that happens with you go in the game but when you cut back up there he his body gets thrown off the royal palace yeah by I guess Sinjumaru. Right. Yeah. you see it the body starts to fall first and then is like holding the hand out like she just chucked him off the fucking side i'm Roo. like jesus which you need clothes to make your way all the way down so did he just like burn on re-entry is it just game over i would love to imagine he becomes another meteor
0: Oh no! Everyone's just running around, going like, "No, he's still
1: alive.
2: Is Grimmy fine?" (laughs)
1: <laughs> so we go to this conversation happening inside of the fucking missile that's heading to the soul palace and ganju is like yeah i uh, can't believe that the stream would build such a nice castle down below and then immediately abandon it like that's crazy and ganju admits that he's actually never been to the royal palace before and Kukaku's only told him about it so he's just not familiar with all the small details and yodoichi steps in and is like listen if they're going to the royal palace their target is obviously the soul king and yodoichi herself has never even seen or met him or anything only heard stories of the soul king and so is is like is yuha trying to become the soul king and ichigo steps in he's like is it even possible to replace the soul king and he means out that during the training all the after credit scenes that we saw he kept seeing images and the soul king is supposed to be the foundation of how the world works and an entity that can't be replaced ichigo doesn't know that that's going to happen later he, yeah. he doesn't he's he's not the almighty he can't see it all he doesn't know or comes in and he's like "Yep." Yeah, kind of reminds me of the first time we were coming in to save kuchiki and then she remembers that Ishida was with him, and she immediately brings down the mood of everybody inside the fucking rocket. And Orihime asks if Uryu will actually come back with him. And Ichigo's like, yeah, of course he will, or we're going to fucking make him come back with us. Classic Ichigo. And this blushing. Yeah, classic. This is when we go back up and we see fucking Yanzo's body just thrown off the fucking side, just like <laughs> game over. And Senjumaro is just hanging out, looking like she just fucking chucked her body into the river. And now she's like, well, it looks like our blades can reach you now. Yuha says, do you really think so? As he summons four shadows in front of him, and Ooh, they all have nice red logos be. on their cloak. He says, my royal guards. And we get the full introduction of everybody here, except for fucking Askin. Why did Askin not get a title card here with all the rest of the royal guards? He
0: was already introduced
1: before, Why wasn't he? He should be getting one here also, okay? If he's now officially part of the royal guards, he should be getting one. I don't think we've got it. Have we got a title card for Askin? Yeah. So we know that his, what his letter is and everything.
2: I don't know if we know the letter, but I'm pretty sure he gets a title card when he's talking to Mayuri.
1: Okay, In like, episode okay. one? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if you tell them two. the letter, it doesn't it's really cool. matter, right? Because it's about knowing what the letter stands for. Yeah.
2: I don't think they know he's the death dealing yet. Okay. Okay. That I, don't so th- that's, I don't think we learn that until, like, next episode. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So we get
1: Sturmiter X, i I'm going to butcher all three of these names right here. Lily Barrow. Yep. I hope I nailed that one. Sturmiter C. Pernida. I cannot tell you in a million years how to pronounce his last name. Just call him Pernida. Pernida. Yep. Um, Askin, of course, we already brought up. He looks fucking amazing. Love his uniform. He's the best. He comments how he was the only one that was brought up from below, so you better perform well. Yep. We meet Stern M Gerard Valkyrie and he says, Yeah, you better perform well. I'm gonna cut you down myself. And Gerard is the first one that charges in It says a woman's slender arms cannot stop my sword as he slashes in Jamara, cutting through her sword, and then we he she summons the second level holy soldier, the Soul King's Shield. And we see a huge fucking soldier drop down from the sky. And Sinjumara looks at Pernida as Pernida is just fucking standing there. And she's like, what? It looks like you have something to say. And Lily Barrow chimes in. He says, oh, he said, so what if it's big? And Pernida activates his ability and fucking crushes the big thing. Like he's almost being sucked into a big black hole. Like, I got to say,
0: I was excited to see what they were going to do with Pernida's like crunching mm-hmm. of everything. Oh, oh, gruesome, God. It's gruesome, gruesome as yeah. fuck.
1: And Sinjimaro is stunned here. Yep. And Lily Barrow's is like, what? Are you just finally realizing the royal palace might fall? He says the losing side always realizes and reacts too late. The royal palace fell the moment his majesty stepped foot here. And then we get our title card, too early to win, too late to know, cut in between a scene of Sinjimaro getting fucking domed by Lily Barrow, which was also fucking brutal. Turns her head into a fucking crescent moon.
0: The whole upper half from her eyebrows yeah. up is just gone. Fucking brutal brutal scene, in which,
1: the, hey, I feel like this goes back to what Kubo was saying with kind of the the more lewd scenes as well. They're in the adult time site for a reason, so they should be able to show that yeah, kind of shit. take advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, do it up.
2: You forget, because you think gun, you're like, alright, small. A small hole. bullet, but small hole, it, was
0: a, it was a fucking gaping hole, dude.
2: Which puts into perspective when he's shooting people with that shit later.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's shooting like a fucking laser cannon at that point. And we get the mid-credit scene here that's mixed in between that as well. I feel like all of the t- like the title card happening right before the mid credit scene—that's late. That's real yep. late. That's just how much shit they had to push in the front part. And we're only half. I think we're this- at this point. We're about three quarters of the way through the episode. Yeah, just yeah they just they yeah. jam so
2: much action into the last little bit here because it dude, goes ape shit. Dude, I gotta say, when I was we were seeing that flashback, the first thing the episode started, I had a moment where I wrote down. God damn it! I have so many notes, and I'm only like two minutes into the episode.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, I immediately started watching. I'm like, yeah, let me just crank this thing out real quick. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna
0: transcript the whole episode. Like, it's so long, dude. A lot of the dialogue was amazing, though. It was yeah. just word for word. It like was it was lore. The throw. It
1: was lore all the way yeah. through. Like, it was new lore that was being introduced into the anime. So it's like you gotta you gotta
2: talk about it. You gotta. It's just a lot to unpack in a lot of the scenes that were shown. And it's not just that. There's stuff I had to delete from my notes because it was just me going, okay, this line goes hard. This thing, Lil <laughs> said, goes hard. Yup. haw said a thing that went hard. I can't, that can't just be all my nose.
1: <laughs> if this conversation is whole, hard. <laughs> just Thank hard.
2: Mm-hmm. So if something sounds cool in this episode, just assume I wrote it down.
1: Mm hmm. So Sinjamaru, after the mid-card scene, is shown on the ground, fucking bleeding. And Pernice decides to double-tapper and just fucking Smart. snap her neck, turn her into a incredibly smart move that is yep. correct and Gerard was like wow that was easy is that the best squad zero can do Lil Barrow says was there ever an enemy that we faced that wasn't easy as he shoots down each of the plates floating in the sky so that leads me to a question Lil Gerard um, Pernitus, and let's say Askin do we know when they were introduced into the Sternritters were they not at the war a thousand years ago
2: uh, I think all the Quincy's except for Yuha were not in the war what about Pernitus? maybe he wasn't cuz he, he
0: he
1: got him in that scene right so
2: i don't know if he became like a sentient thing the moment that yuha got him or yuha had to somehow make that i don't know if he maybe somehow fused with yuha during that and he was just a thing yuha was using as a power that then mm. split off when yuha was killed maybe that's what I'm thinking. I think yeah. at some point there maybe was like, like a separation
1: that. of church and state happened where ah. it was like it wasn't an OG Yuha power. And then he like gave it sentient life somehow. Now it's
2: its own power that Yuha doesn't have to deal with. Who knows? Maybe that'll be answered. That'd be kind of cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be sick. Which they're showing how he got it. So there's a good chance we get a lot more pernitus and anything related. I bet we'll get a lot more Soul King lore as well when Ukatake
0: has his, has his thing. When he has this thing in mm-hmm. court three? That's- yeah
2: guess what? That's going to happen really soon. Yes, sir. It's oh. going to be fucking good, dog. So, Lilabaro comments
1: that everything is easy, which is why I was bringing that up. If everything is easy for them, they must not have been around mm-hmm. in the first work because they got fucking roasted. Um, it's then revealed everything. So, he, oh yeah, little bar starts shooting down all of the fucking location. This guy just instantly one shots all of them. I thought that was
0: really cool. Yeah, though. super. Just the way cool. he destroys everything's mm-hmm. like, all right, I take care yeah. of this.
1: And then uh, curtains start fucking flapping. Yeah, and bar, I was like, what the fuck? And it's revealed that everything around them was just a fake royal palace that was built to lure them here. And we see Shinji a okay, good to go. She says the real royal palace is over there, being hit by Osho, which is ichibe Just in case anybody else is a little confused on what the fuck Osho was, I was, and- I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so we see the word hidden right in the sky i love that and it Just fades a- away revealing the actual royal palace each appears and is like man you gave it away already that must mean that the cage made it in time as you see all the wood start to appear around everybody and little baro shoots at each but the wood immediately like moves the block the shot and we see kirio she appears and she's like yes yes it's been a while i had to create a womb this big so it wasn't easy And we get the reveal of uh, the meaning of X for Lilibaro from Gerard, X-axis, as he calls him a disgrace for not being able to get a shot past the wood. And Keter says that he actually did pierce it. Um, It just uh, the food or manipulating food means manipulating lives. So she cooks to shape life, and these ingredients come from her own body. So she grows like a tree in her palm. She's like this tree bears fruit by feeding on my own spiritual pressure. And she says that your shots are comprised of highly concentrated reishi. This tree of life can't pass up on something that delicious. Even if they pierce through the tree, it grows at an even faster rate. So it basically just regens super quick. And she says, struggle all you want, but your abilities cannot escape this cage of life. And that's when we get fucking badass intros for all Squad Zero. Yes. Players. Aside from Ichibe, of course, because he's up there with the real royal palace. And we get, I'm going to give the full name for each person here. Squad Zero, First Officer, Holy Guardian of the East Hot Spring Demon, Tenjiro Kirinji. Squad Zero, Fourth Officer, Holy Guardian of the North, Great Weaver, Sinjomaru Shutara. Squad Zero, Second Officer, Holy Guardian of the South, Grain King, Kido Hikifune. Well, the only person who doesn't stick to that is fucking Uesu. Who's a fucking badass. She's a fucking light down, yep. and you get his classic, Yo, I am number one Toe creator. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, dude. And he counts down from 10, and we see immediately, by the way, Pais, I immediately thought of you. Same, yeah. I backpack full of water right with a sword in it right behind oetsu dude i was so hype yeah and oetsu just like there ain't no path for you losers to walk on. Come at us all at once. I'm like, yeah, Dude, he's such Oetsu, a the badass dog. Absolute badass. So he pulls out the blade instantly and it wobbles. You can see. And he's like, Oh, I was like, maybe it's been cause I haven't drawn it in a while, but it feels like very a wobbly. Little wobbly. Yeah. And Gerard wastes no fucking time. Swings at Oetsu. Oetsu dodges and Gerard's like, Hey, nice fucking dodge. Oetsu once again, be the coolest fucking guy in the room. It's like, well, it's only proper manners to dodge a man's hug. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Holy shit. And Oetsu is like, my turn. And he just immediately cuts. Gerard claps to the ground. We see a hole up here in Gerard's back. Just fucking fountain of blood all over the place. So he goes, Oetsu Nimaya is the baddest man in Squad Zero. My blade kills with a single stroke, yo. And Lily Barrow is like so fucking convinced. Like, there's some stupid technique going on mm-hmm. here. There ain't no way you're doing what you're doing. It's a trick. Then he says the sword has been soaking that jelly like substance in such a bad shape, the blade wobbles. There's no way he can kill Gerard. And Lilabar shoots right at Oetsu, it goes right at a sword bounces all over the fucking place
0: all we see originally is just like the explosions yes. in the background
1: yeah they did a such a good job with the sword of making it very mysterious like mm-hmm. what the fuck is this sword is it even like little bars like it's been soaking that weird jelly is it potentially poison that he has on this is there some sort of substance like that he's injecting into like a miyuri style yeah he's like what is there's a trick to this i'm gonna figure it out shoots it just fucking sprats and he's like what the fuck? <laughs>
0: he's like, Your yeah. your mark was true. It yeah. hit my sword it just split.
1: Yeah, he's like, You hit exactly where you're aiming for. Cause like classic, yo, know, Stern Ritter, you think they're gonna aim to break it. like we saw with Gerard, he broke Cinderara's sword, like yep. on purpose. You know, Lily Barrow was probably going for the same thing. He's like, I'm gonna break right through your fucking little shitty wobbly sword and kill you. And he's like, No, you you hit it, it just went fucking everywhere. I mm-hmm. slashed it. Oh, says he did nothing perfect bowls. I found the mark. OSU then jumps forward, slashing the Libaro, breaking his sniper and just fucking cutting him. Pernitus attempts to use the ability as Wesley throws his sword into his face. That was and so Jumps fucking onto savage. his body, pulls the sword out, dude, and then immediately turns
0: and slashes Askin. I was like, holy shit. That that whole little scene was maybe yes. what? Less than 10 seconds? But yeah, and then, but it was fucking. Dude.
1: Crazy. Oetsu did such a
0: good job, and then even after like he
1: notices, like he tells Askin, good fucking job. Like you react yeah, jumped back at the speed of my blade, and you wouldn't have done that without realizing how sharp the thing is. So Askin is smart as fuck. He's yeah. that shit out. And Askin is like he, he was trying to pretend to be dead. dead. He's like, fuck, yeah. man, he's I just like, want to be dead right he's now. Like, oh, you saw through it, huh? Oetsu barely lets him finish the sentence, double taps him. I'm like, dude, that is crazy. What a fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Oetsu had a great 10 out of 10 showing this episode.
2: Oh, you know. Why when he showed up, I wrote in all caps, fuck yeah, Wetsu's here.
0: (laughs) Uh, You forgot to put yo at the end of that.
2: No, he did it for me.
1: Oh. Yeah there you go So Oetsu goes on to explain He says The sayafushi is a failure It's too sharp And the blade is too smooth The edge never chips No matter how much you cut with it It's gonna put a swordsmith Out of work Most importantly I can't create a sheath That can hold it Since it's not a complete sword I can't send it down To the Sarate. He says I'm glad you guys Stormed the royal palace Thanks to you I can finally put this thing to use And he says Thanks YH ha." I'm like dude Okay Fucking badass Which Interesting You know Like all that That thing he explains It makes sense Cool Yo move on Whatever but I like that the reason he can't make a sheath for it is because it literally just cuts through it. Yeah. It just it has to, like, float in water because he cannot make a physical thing to hold this sword because it's too sharp, never chips, cuts through anything, it's too smooth. Incredible.
2: I love that his power, like, uh, like Sinjumaru's got the crazy threads. We'll see what Ichibei does later. His powers, he made a really good sword.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah just he just beast knocked it out of the park yeah. made the perfect sword the
2: perfect sword it would could... be
1: really interesting listen i'm telling you bleach hell arc, you know whatever how many years we're going to go past somebody becomes so good at creating sheaths and they're able to
0: finally sheath that sword and they're able to use it it's like a vibrating uh sheath or it's a sheath that's encased in water on the inside mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. some some sort of sheath S- that's able to do that, and they're able to use that OP. No,
2: I, I, ju- I just want to see some jackass who has to walk around with a backpack full of water. <laughs>
0: sword in, and it's one of the weakest characters. So he's always like, "My back really hurts." Well, it'd be
2: like fucking Tanjiro. He just walks yeah, around with a yeah, box yeah. in the back, and they're like,
1: "What is that in there? Is it your demon?" No, it's a fucking thing of water with a sword in it. Okay, come on,
0: dude. This I have to take this everywhere. Yeah. It's like, don't ask me fucking questions anymore, please. Thank you.
2: He's at one of the top of the tiers, those pagodas, the big Japanese castles, and he drops it by accident. He falls through all the floors. (laughs) Oh, no. And he's like, oh, shit. Well, I guess I'll have to go to the basement to pick the sword up.
1: Yeah. Love it. So at this point, it's worth noting that we keep – so I haven't really touched on it, but we see a lot of Uryu in this episode, like just shots of him. He is not surprised by anything. He's just watching. We actually see him activate his ability at one point. Or not his ability, but like we actually see him activate a little blue vein that mm-hmm. goes through his eye. Um, and then the emblem on his chest lights up at one point. So we see quite a few little snippets of Uryu. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Yuha throws a medallion outside of the Holy Womb and teleports to it. There is a big discussion that is happening online. Did Uryu activate his shrift there to teleport Yuha outside of the womb? I don't know. I know.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. So
1: Because, you know, his thing is like the reversal of yeah. stuff, basically, the antithesis. And it's teleport, switch, swaps places. So they're thinking the theory. We'll see if this holds true in the next episode. I just want to throw this out there for maybe the audience to way or not. I, I, I have notes on this. We'll get there. Okay. Okay, cool, okay. cool, cool. So there's a big conversation that is this, if Udu did activate his ability here, it's just that he can use the antithesis on inanimate objects, objects as well. I don't see
2: a reason
1: why not. Yeah, which if that is the case, that makes his ability even more broken. You know, it's not just limited to living things. Yeah. Interesting to know where – okay, no, I'm, I might be overthinking it. I, I was going to say, what if somebody breaks a toe? Are you able to, like, transfer the lifeness of another toe into – don't go down that No, that's, a, that's a different route. We're going to move while. past that. So Yuhat teleports to the Medallion outside of it, and everyone is very surprised once again except for Uryu. So Yukum is like asking squads, he's like, are you guys going to go after you, his majesty? And though who's the um, hot springs guy, in case we're not following names here, he's like, I should be asking you the same thing. Up above, and Tendro says, up above is Osho, Ichibei, even my hot springs can't wash away his bloody stench. Ichibei, and then Ichibei goes, he sure likes to say all those kind, all kinds of things to me when I'm not around. And Ichibei looks up and he's staring Yuha right in the fucking face. And he's like, what are your thoughts on that? And he says, Ichibe Hiyosubi, you will let me through. And Ichibe smiles and starts to stand, saying, I've chastised you many times, and yet you still say my name lightly. Don't blame me if you lose your voice. And that's the end of the episode there. We get Ooh, the end episode it. poem, The Future, pitch black, pitch black, black, upside down. And so we know Bleach number 25 is going to be called The Master. As I said in the beginning of this episode, Bleach number 26 is going to be called Black um and the finale is gonna be fucking brazy dog it's
0: gonna be fucking insane I,
1: it is so good how they have set this up where they put all of the pieces episode 24 all of the players all of the pieces are all in place good to go episode 25 and 26 is gonna be pure fucking crack it's gonna be really really good
2: i can't wait to figure out how ichipe works
1: We're definitely going to get more discussion on that. I guarantee he's going to expand on that shit. I bet we're going to get expansions on fights with the other Royal guards that are going to happen here. I really do think there's going to be a lot of expanding content in these next two episodes. And that is part of the perks of where I feel like we suffered a little bit in the first part of this core two, where we I mentioned at least you guys agreed a couple times. It was moving fast as fuck in some of the episodes. It was going so goddamn fast. And I think all of that sacrifice that was made was for these – we already saw it in the first part of this episode. I think we're going to see that similar style with the expansion on the next two episodes as well.
2: Going to go
0: crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. We'll get a ton of lore as well as just insane mm-hmm. fighting from Ichibe.
1: I think this this will be the this time that we see Kubo is like, this is why. We're, we're going like – we're blitzing. This is mm-hmm. why. It's like now because we talked about before. Where in the manga did the quality and the the speed really increase where you felt like you could tell Kubo was going through something, you know? Where was that moment? I always thought it was, like, the whole second invasion. Like, I thought all of that could have really been fleshed out a lot more. Piedis, I know you were like, no, it's when Ichibe, like, when the whole fight with Ichibe and all Mm -hmm. that stuff happened, which, true, 100% true. So that's why I think now we're going to start seeing all kinds of expanded shit.
2: I say after the Soul King is dead... And once they get to the new, what's it called, Varvelt? Once they get to the Varvelt, it kind of goes downhill. So I think this is just
1: a little taste of all the good shit we're going to get. I think that's it for me. Um, I put a lot of my notes just in the middle as we are going on. Uh, I've said it plenty of times we've been going through, but incredible, incredible episode. Kuba was cooking with fire this time. The Ichibi trading with uh, Pernitas. Incredible scene. pernitus uh oh, sorry, Pernida. I think. Um, good scene. And then uh the only thing I ever wrote was just potentially Udo using a shrift really early, but I don't we don't know if that's confirmed yet. So I'll pass it over to you, Pythes. Anything you missed anything you want to expand
2: on in the episode. Well, first off, we gotta look at what the Quincy Kingdom looked like. That was some medieval looking shit. True. I thought it was pretty cool. I like it. Looked like the walls from Attack on Titan, but also Yeah. Like that is what ancient castle towns should look like.
0: So and And, so when that's all happening, all three realms are united as one, right? No, no, they're still separate.
2: Okay, that happened like a million years ago.
0: So do
1: they do they ever talk about what the world was like when there was no separation of life and death like that, like what Yuha is referring to?
2: Absolutely, they do, Sam. It's called Can't Fear Your Own World. Oh my oh God. Oh my fucking God. Because <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> they've
1: dropped that. And then another thing that I noticed also is in the Quincy Kingdom of the olden days, maybe this represents something that will pop up. The symbol used by them was three points. The symbol yep. used by Uryu when, like, this, like, OG bleach was the four pointed mm-hmm. cross. The Stern Ritter symbol is five. So it's Absolutely. gone up with each iteration.
2: It's gone up. There's, I believe, uh, Soken, uh, Uryu's grandpa, had a, like a four-pointed star.
0: Okay, okay. Did he give his, his uh, star to uh, Uryu?
2: I think so. I think Uryu just took it. Maybe okay. it's
0: like a generational
1: thing. You know, like when, when is, what marks the point where it goes up? Maybe each time Yuha dies.
2: <laughs> They're just like, all right, like uh, like little tally marks. Mm-hmm. People are down to change their their symbols however they like.
1: Yeah, look at Twitter and X.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Still Twitter to me. I still just call it Twitter. Same. Yeah, everybody does. Uh, so I once I, I can't go into it, but Ichibei is lying like a motherfucker. Really? About oh, something. Throughout that whole bit. Not everything, but there is some stuff that he's lying about.
1: So Yuha is right when he's saying that he can see everything and he's like, you're treating me like a baby. You're, it's deception.
2: Yes, but, I mean, he is right that compared to Ichibei – Yuha is a baby, let's be honest. Yeah, true. So
1: both parts are right, but There's, Yuha and the most part of it being deception is correct.
2: Once again, can't figure your own world, but there is a very certain part in which Ichibei is talking mad shit and lying like crazy.
1: Interesting.
2: Uh, Yuha kind of knows what's going on, but we'll, we'll get there.
0: Okay, okay.
2: At one point, Ichibei is talking about, you know, we're, we seek to bring balance. Everything is all about balance. If you guys remember, way back in the day, lore was dropped that Soul Reapers used to just be called Balancers.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do remember early on. I don't
2: recall that at all. I think they dropped that back in, uh, like, the first arc of the series. Uh-huh, you're correct.
0: Because I think mm-hmm. that's what Rukia refers to the, themselves as. I think it was Rukia who explained it, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, she was like, yeah, we used to be called Balancers, and then the whole Quincy thing happened. Uh, let's see, something, something. A lot of the laws we went over, like, holy shit, he has Pernida. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I was really shocked by that. By the way, I I did not
2: know that Ichibe had that. That was crazy, man. I didn't know that. That's new. It's so it's going good. fucking insane. That scene is the the whole episode was good, but that scene is like the best part.
0: So does Pernida just attach to your body?
2: I don't fucking know, I do, man. I don't know,
0: question mark. It's, it's like a- kind of like All Might's
1: ability. You know, you you I mean, It gets passed around. You pass it around, you you do it. What if like Ichibei was just walking through a town and accidentally bumped into Ukitake and that's how he got his.
0: <laughs> he like, oh, he's like, oh, he sneezed on him. Oh, yeah, I'm Shit. sorry, man. I'm Different sorry. Different hand.
2: The other one's the <laughs> he- Himigami, I think it's called. So, and I wrote, oh, so that's how Yuha learned what the fuck was up with the Soul King.
1: Yeah, it was kind of a risky yeah. gamble, huh? For like Ichibei to be like, here, let me show you. And then he showed him some stuff about the Soul King and Yuha was like, yeah, I'm going to use that. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, he's like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Getting rid of it.
2: He has to get fucked up in a war first, but he does use it eventually. Uh, so something that was really interesting was when Yuha is—he's uh, just invaded and he's talking about vanish along with the world. That was shit he's been saying since the first trailer.
1: Cool, we yeah. finally got yeah. it. We love to see that.
2: And I thought it was—I thought he was talking about Soul Reapers. I forgot he was talking about the Soul King vanish along with this world. Uh, so they cut like a whole fight. Uh, the first person to show up is Kurenji. The fucking uh, hot spring guy. And it's uh him that kills all the Quincy's that attack him. It's not amazing. I don't think they lose anything by cutting it, but just he showed up, then the whole thing was Hinjumaru, and then we cut back to the anime as it was.
1: Well, I feel like they probably cut out that part because once again, I'm gonna go back to the classic. We don't respect minion fights. Okay. And you know, Kuvo is 100%. clearly up there as well, where he's like, listen, let's just have a minions take out the minions really quick, because it's it's would be stupid to have the hot that come in. And he's like, yeah, I roasted you guys, and he killed the minions. Like, come on.
2: Like, does it matter? I'm sure, I'm sure we'll see a different version of that later where he's fighting a real character.
1: Yeah, I think they'll give him his own spot, especially if he had a whole fight that was cut. They will do justice and give him a spot later.
2: So the part where Sinjumaru shows up, to show you just how fucked this is from the manga's timing, after that is, like, immediately when Ikaku and Yumichika are fighting Giselle damn oh wow okay. so it's like like two episodes ago i really i prefer them moving it to now they did a good job one thing i'm i am mad they took out they skipped a dumb joke for ganju so ganju pulls out his map of the soul king palace and he's like you can't get around without it then in the manga ichigo just turns to kisuke and it's like is that true kisuke goes do you really think we hadn't prepared for that the fuck we need <laughs> that metaphor? and then uh it was kind of in the anime, but they worded it differently where they're firing off in the rocket. And Ganju just goes, oh, that's why we can only use it once. <laughs> nice. And I wrote Yuri always got to be a hater.
1: Yeah. He's always got to think that he's better than Kisuke. That's his, that's it his character. It could have flown prettier.
2: You know, that, been... that reaction shot was all anime only. And so they had to add a scene of Yuri being a hater. Well,
1: we know Kubo loves badass. Mayuri. Kubo yep. loves Mayuri.
2: I love Mayuri. He's one of the worst characters, and I love him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like he's the antagonist that everybody likes. He's the best.
2: He is not a good dude, but we love him. Dresses up like a member of the Insane Clown Posse because he thinks it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, yup. So the conversation inside of the rocket that's about the Soul King is anime only.
1: Okay, that's cool. It's good exposition, but I also feel like that conversation kind of rehashed some of the stuff that we just learned about in the intro. That was my only complaint with that scene is like him talking about like, oh, well, he holds the balance. Like, yeah, we just heard that in the beginning of the episode. Good scene. I like the exposition, but like a little redundant.
2: I think it helps because Ichigo hasn't talked to anybody about that weird shit he went through. When he was oh, training. Yeah. So to, yeah. to remind the audience, hey, he remembers that. We didn't just add it for no reason. Yeah, it kind of adds to the
1: purpose. Like when we were joking, where it's like, man, has Ichigo told anybody about second resurrection? Like, is True. It kind of cuts out where it's like, man, has Ichigo told anybody that he was being fucking groomed <laughs> like to be the slow king? Which he still has not figured that out for 100%. No,
2: not, not yet. I mean, as far as he knows, he walked really slow and then got super strong.
1: <laughs> He's yeah, like, yeah man the spiritual pressure in there was training so of my life 10 out of 10 mm-hmm.
2: well think about all the training Ichigo has ever gone through from like almost turning into a hollow with Kisuke to like all the bullshit hot spring training he had to do with Yoruichi and Visor to him this is just another weird training that works he has no reason to think this is yeah. anything
1: quite literally a walk in the park yes yeah, quite- <laughs> straight up <laughs>
2: it,
0: was, it was raining at some points mm-hmm.
2: this is another day for him mhm Why would he think anything about this was weird? Yeah, and I also feel like
1: nobody questioned him, too. He's like, yeah, when I was training, I saw images of the Soul King, and everybody's like, yeah, that's normal, that's cool, yeah. That makes sense, man. Tell us about it, Ichigo.
2: Yeah, don't worry about it, Ichigo. Hey, by the way, the attack started two hours ago. You should get a move on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So there's a little joke they cut where after Shinjumaru dies, Gerard complains that Libero, why'd you have to shoot him right there? That's right in front of Yuha's path. And Lily's like... <laughs> oh, I do remember hey, this bit. He's like, hey, Pernida, can you clean that up for me? That's when Pernida turns into a ball and throws her off the side. Oh, cool. Uh, we didn't miss anything. Didn't miss- oh, yeah, then I wrote, everybody shut the fuck up. A Wetsu's finally here. Mm-hmm. The G. Yeah, and talking about how the sword works, it's named Sayabusa or Sayabusa. It means sheath dodger. Oh. Cool. What a great fucking sense. name. I imagine some people name the swords before it's done. Oetsu, Oetsu finished it, and he's like, I can't fucking fit this in anything. Your name is Sheath <laughs> <laughs> Sit in this goo. So there's an absolute shit ton of stuff that they cut, but I think they didn't cut it. I think they're saving it for next episode. Before Yuha gets out of the cage, there's like a whole battle that happens between parts of Squad Zero and the shootstoffel, like his boys. And then after that, he does a power-up, and that's how he escapes in the manga. So I think they're just saving that for later.
1: I think I would I would be pretty confident in stating that this is just another moment of them rearranging things in the manga for it to flow better because I think they want to set it up where like this giant fucking fight is going on all at the
2: same time, even with Ichibei and Yuha. And it's I think the flow is going really good. So that's why we're getting to that weird uh, the thing with did uh, Ryu get Yuha yeah. out. Well, yeah, and I think also that it's
1: going back to the, you know, it's called fucking Thousand Year Blood War. I think it's setting up for like a fucking war happening yeah. in the Royal
2: Palace. You know, like five fucking fights are going to be going on at the same time. Here's the thing. In the manga, Yuha's power-up was he activates the Ashwalan, oh, which hasn't yeah. happened yet. So I'm like, did you get him out? Interesting. Because like he activates the Ashwallan, and then he just kind of teleports in front of Ichibei. Because he's going to need to activate the Ashwallin to power up to even fight Ichibei. Yeah. So
1: is there going to be a moment like next episode we're going to kick off, we're going to see all the Sternritters die?
2: I think we're going to see all Ooh. the Sternritters. I think we're going to see all the, the the Royal Guard fight. The shoot is going to be hype. Then I think they're saving the, uh, the Ashwallin for a really crazy like pornographic shot where the animation goes nuts. I hope so. Oh, I hope that'd so. be so nice.
0: Damn. We're gonna get the Raiders of the Lost Ark for some people.
2: Oh, dude, that scene's gonna go so hard. I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it. I hope it's next episode.
0: <laughs> well we're
2: getting two episodes don't yeah, forget I, so there's
1: a potential that most of what I, you want to see i feel will that be even, here.
2: even though these are 20
0: minute episodes i feel like they're jam-packed with so much oh yeah stuff. oh yeah
1: they're they're like i feel like this is almost the inverse where before like the compadre versus one, ones. Mm-hmm. like man they covered 10 chapters it was almost all action this is when they're adding stuff and like what i was talking about when I was taking my notes i feel like i jotted down every fucking line that they spoke here it was crazy
2: and even the, it like it sucks to have to write notes for because i'm pausing every three seconds Ditto. If if you're not pausing, this episode went by super crazy fast. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's insane. I don't know what to do about it.
0: <laughs> we get to enjoy it longer than everybody else because we pause, and then I also rewind over and over again. So well, they were speaking. I mean, I'm a slow reader at times, so it's like I, I had to go back a couple of times just to understand some oh, of the things sure. he was saying. Dude, and I was just like, the wait, what? The subtitles were fuck? like
1: fucking whole two lines. The whole screen. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, shit.
2: To <laughs> rewind. You're like, all right, fuck, I missed. I missed everything. I have to go back and reread it. Well, imagine you're
1: watching this in Japan on the TV. Obviously, they wouldn't have subtitles, but like, holy shit. If there was no rewind button, you're watching it on TV. Yeah, like, I'd be well, like, oh, fuck.
2: God, I just missed all of it. Thank God TiVo exists in Japan. Mm-hmm. And speaking of going lightning fast, uh, we're done with volume 66. We're now we're on 67. And how many volumes total are there? 74. 74. Damn. Man. We, are, we are lightning fast going through all of this that's gonna be good holy Dog, shit. it's gonna be good and you've already
1: seen the chop Skubo has working to add all of this extra shit you know it's gonna be fucking good and i think we talked about in an earlier episode that they've already stated that they're already working on core three like they've been doing it kind of hand in hand mm-hmm. so i i mean listen it's gonna be fucking
2: good considering all the stuff that hasn't even happened yet we, we're gonna get eyes in we're gonna get the combo we're gonna get the fights with the royal guard we're gonna get we're rip Ukitake 07s. <laughs> yep. I'm not excited for that. I love my boy. Mm-hmm. But w- there will be some tears. There's
1: some stuff to be excited about with that Pai because I bet they're going to drop a fuck ton of new lore.
2: Yeah, they have to. Like, I don't do this on purpose, but every time I see it, I'm like, I can't wait to say it's going to happen. I can't fear your own world. <laughs> i can't i don't i don't seek it out it comes to me
1: but they could add some of that stuff from can't fear your own world to the anime to further explain some of that
2: they already have they have mm-hmm. added some like i don't i don't think they're gonna explain everything can't fear your own world does but as soon as we get done i'm gonna have to be like all right i need to write notes on what to address when we get to it <laughs> and mm-hmm. Sam, at some point, could you just write down every question you have and send it to me so I'll know what to pick out from the <laughs> okay. book?
1: Sure. Yeah, going forward, I will. I will make a bullet point list Oh my God. of it's questions be so long. that I've
2: asked when I've gotten the response.
1: It's in camp Fero world.
2: That's no joke. If you want to go back through every episode I've been on and just write down every time I've said that.
1: I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I have to listen to our own podcast while I work. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> listen to a we'll
2: podcast and be like, oh, he said it again. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ichibe lied so hard this episode. I can't wait to tell you what happened. That's it. That's all I got. Damn.
0: Damn. Just like the episode, lightning fast, dude.
2: Mm -hmm. This episode was great.
1: Really, 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 really good. I feel like there's not much discussion to be had on it. A lot of the stuff is going to be that opening sequence kind of dissecting what is shown there. Like we talked about, you see the original Quincy Kingdom, the changes in the symbols. Ichibe has fucking Pernitith. A whole fucking this slew of stuff. Ishibe has force, Kylo Ren force powers. He can just stop bullets and shooting back at people. Crazy shit happening in there. And then after that, it was fucking action. It was talking back. It was really good shit. Oetsu, I thought was incredible this episode. I don't. I, I can't say he sold the episode because the whole episode was so good. One hundred
2: percent, I agree with it all. And I is mean, that, we will not Go ahead. Is, is that the best compliment you can pay to a character?
1: Yeah, I, I think. I think so. I mean, like, had this been any other Bleach Thousand Blower episode, I think you would go, listen, Oetsu, that scene, fucking stole the goddamn episode. He was incredible. But it was like yin and yang this episode. We got one of the coolest characters doing some cool fucking shit, and then we got crazy anime-only lore.
2: One of the best characters doing a thing I've been waiting to see animated forever, which is that goddamn sword backpack. And that's like the least interesting thing that happened this episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really, it really is, and it's like that should have been one of the hypest moments that we've seen in a long time. I also really like note when Gerard went into attack Oetsu. He dodges, and you see Gerard fucking cut all the trees. Dog. Yeah, right behind I'm like, it. Holy shit!
2: Fucking Thor is so
1: cool. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I fucking love uh, Gerard. He's a badass.
1: Yeah, they're doing a good job with all of the characters for the royal guard. Like kind of introducing their characters really quick. They're doing a great job.
2: There's a thing they cut from the manga that i wish they did more of which is just you know you do the still shot and you say their name and there's their shrift yeah this, that was like a full page spread in the manga you just had the four of them it went boom 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 boom
1: so Askin got one in the manga yeah oh
2: that was fucking cocksuckers over here around, <laughs> dog.
1: i can't even believe that
2: we all know what is up with Askin.
1: <laughs> Askin's the best. That's why hilarious.
0: we love Askin. I love him. I still love his little comment. Oh, I guess I was the only one that got brought up here. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is so fucked because, like, imagine not knowing. Well, and imagine you're out
1: there fucking fighting so hard on some of these fights. Like, no. Well, some, some no. Some you know, whatever. You know, they're fighting for their goddamn lives, literally. And Askin has been shown time and time again. Nah, I'm not going to fight this one. Oh, I'm going to go hang on a tower. Man, Grammy's scary. And yeah, then I he gets chosen. Guy. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which means leads me to believe he chose them exclusively for their powers, not for how loyal they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it I mean, makes one hundred percent. Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred
1: percent. He did that. It's like it, it's a fucking war. It's Yuha. He's cold blooded. Of course, he's gonna be like, who has by far the best fucking powers to fight these fucking Squad Zero?
0: It's gonna be these guys.
2: Like I know it's against grunts, but still, think about like the the tear the Basby has gone on so far. I know, and Basby's such a badass character. He's going crazy, and they're like, yeah, just yeah, fuck him.
1: It is true. Basby.
2: I think, out of everybody
1: so far, has been very successful in almost all of his fights. Been mm-hmm. very, very successful. Where he should have been a front contender, but once again, his power is very basic. You know, it's flames. So he's probably like, yeah, I don't really need that. Like, I've already destroyed Yama, so I'm good. Thank you.
2: I Just think, of, think about, like, I know she's dead now, technically, but Bambietta. She doesn't make bombs, she turns shit into bombs. What if she turned the cage into a bomb?
0: Just sure. kill she everybody been... in there.
2: Wouldn't she have been useful? Would have been real. very useful. What if you what if Giselle flicked her blood on people? What if what if little Toto just ate people? <laughs> that there's a lot of arguments that
1: can be made for which powers yuha should have brought up there but i think he was probably just going raw like fucking who am i gonna pick as a raw guy to go up there and they picked the four
2: i i I think yuha took the correct answer except for the wind guy the guy with two tongues by the way kubo drew a little picture of him and it just said he can eat ice cream twice as fast (laughs) (laughs) he fucking would
1: okay here's another thing by the way i don't know if you guys saw me i just posted it on all of our stuff there's a teaser, the teaser? Out for yeah. the finale I saw it. of
0: Bleach Thousand Year Blood
2: War.
1: Have you seen it by these?
2: I don't want to see it, not till it's so here.
1: So they did a recap, the official Bleach anime recap. It's like five or six minutes long. And at the tail end of it, there is about 30 seconds of a teaser for 25 and 26. Ooh. And it, it shows, like, some fights happening, some Ichibe action. It shows the classic Ichibei picture of his uh, eyes rolling back into his head, yeah. looking real evil. It looks incredible.
2: So, you, one thing that I think the anime has done so amazing is compared to the manga. In the manga, you get the feeling that Ichibei like might be a little suspicious, but overall, he's still like a good dude. Mm-hmm. He has been nothing but creepy this whole show. <laughs> it is yeah, true. Yeah, I agree.
1: He's had that kind of vibe in the energy to him, where it's like he is kind of a good guy but it's like he's also very ominous and like even with the interaction with yuha he was like you're fucking lying to me even with the stuff up here he's upset that yuha keeps using his name you know it's like all right come on come on
2: and like the the cre- he's doing all of this with a smile
1: and even um Kenjamaru or whatever the fuck is in the Kenj- Kinjiro, the guy with the spa the yeah. hot sauna guy um even he- Karenji, there you go uh Karenji, even he's like yo I hit my sonic can't even wipe away the fucking smell of blood off that guy. And it's like, I mean, he likes He's to say that little, stuff when I'm not there. Man. He likes to say it when I'm not there, doesn't he? Yep. It's like, oh, shit.
2: I'm, I'm going to out myself as a dumbass. I read the whole fight, Ichibei versus Yuha. I could not figure out what Ichibei's Bankai actually does, how it works. <laughs> yeah. So I cannot wait for, like, the 20-minute exposition for the yep. anime. Yep. So yeah, because
1: yeah. you know damn well they're going to expand on that shit. I j- Next I j- week, baby
2: i just need someone to powerpoint explain it to me because i'm stupid
0: <laughs> that'd be so funny explain it like i'm five years old
2: mm-hmm. i i want a a classic naruto style explanation where they pause the fight and full up diagrams and go this is how it works
1: no we need the return of the rookie that will explain what we need to know you know oh, what? that's the best
2: so, this has been on my mind
0: for a while uh and Brady thought it would be hilarious We make a t-shirt that says Bleach Boys Podcast, but we're drawn in the Rukia Bunny style. That'd be great. That'd be really great. I want to be a
2: crocodile. (laughs) You want to be a crocodile? Why? Why? (laughs) <laughs> They're oh, always bunnies. You can't. What just choose to be a crocodile? It's
1: <laughs> bunnies, Pythies. What that's the cute. fuck did that come from? That's like Jose like, trying I, to calculate the energy last episode.
2: I just really wanted to do it. I was like, have I, I not wonder... talked about my insane love for crocodiles? I mean,
1: listen, Pythies, I, that's <laughs> fine, but like, you can't just declare yourself a crocodile. It's not a furry convention.
2: Yes, fuck, I can. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie has drawn other shit. Byakia made Admiral Seaweed.
1: That's Byakia. Byakia. Did we say the boy Byakia? Which, by the way, he also had a scene looking up at the rocket, and he looked kind of very somber that he was not invited. (laughs) He's
0: just like, damn you, Ichigo.
2: Dude, I would love to have his trail of thought. Like, everybody's looking up. Rinji and Rooki are like, oh, hope. They're there to save us. And Byakia's like, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where's my invite?
2: How come you didn't get me?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's me. I forget how does how does everyone get up there afterwards? They pull they pull it down. It's Aizen. It, oh, is it's that Eisen. Oh come yeah yeah. On, I, come on, Jose. You. Come on. God damn it, because he has to break the chair, right? Oh dude, that scene's yeah. so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that fucking scene. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. That's once again the only advertising they need to do for season two is just show Isen. Yeah. Three. Oh, true. Hundred
0: percent. Yeah, season 3, show Eisen done. Everyone's done. like, "Take my money. Don't even give a
2: fuck. I'll buy the Blu-rays ahead of time." Just Eisen Eisen in his weird like fetish chains and then uh, Shunsui comes down. Eisen's eyes open. Bleach core three i still stand by if it's not the end credit scene they could
1: advertise core three by just you know how movies sometimes release the first five minutes or whatever mm-hmm. just yep. release the discussion with shun Tui and aizen i guarantee oh. fucking T people will go ape shit
0: it doesn't even have to be animated just just to hear them say it. Oh, like if the it's discussion voiced? just the yes, voice yes just yes, even that'd that be, i'd be okay with that'd be sick that'd be really oh. sick <sighs>
2: just have them just have them talk over the manga panels yeah
1: yeah yep. incredible
2: talk over the manga panels and as the talk progresses the manga fades away and you see a little bit of an animated and then end. So, oh, yeah. Way sold, too good. Sold. sold. That's
1: not even going to cost them that much. Go for it.
2: Guys, hire me. <laughs> hire me. I will, we, I will advertise your show.
0: You know, just uh, paint him as a crocodile. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that would Draw be, him in as a crocodile. That would
2: be
1: his manga, uh, his mangaka icon it would be a little crocodile. crocodile. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, Oda is a big dumb fish.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: The The guy that makes Fate is a mushroom. I <laughs> could be a crocodile. Anything else
1: to touch on in the Bleach episode? I think we kind of did it as we ran through. Um, mostly... A 10 out of 10 episode, I think, across the board. If you, the audience, have anything that you want to comment on that we missed, please do leave them in the comments down below or hit us up on the social media wherever you can. Uh, We got a lot of positive feedback on the last episode. I do want to say a big thank you guys for your continued support. It's been incredible this past month, best month we've ever had, and I hope to continue that going. Of course, it's going to be a little sad when Bleach Sizing Blower comes to an end next week but we'll we, figure should, it we out. should have some more fun stuff coming towards you. Um, we've had a couple requests for obviously camp for your own world. Pythies has been a fucking marketing machine for that. Yep. So <laughs> we can easily do that. Um, a couple of requests for watching the abridged series. I would like to go back and uh, maybe once it's done, we can watch the climax again in the dub and see what we think about the dub for the thousand year Blood War core two, at least um, lots of cool stuff that we can play around with lots of things like that. So we do hope you guys stick around even after core two is done. And then if not, you know, we hope to see you again in core three.
2: And I, se- I second the request for Bleacher Bridge. I watched that. That shit's hilarious. <laughs>
1: there you go. You got it, your own in in here. So with that, you guys, thank you. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel. It's really, really does help us out. If you've not already and you want to see the new teaser trailer for episode 2425, it is available as a YouTube short on the channel or your best place to watch it would be on Instagram, um, TikTok. threads, TikTok. Any place you like, check it out there at the Weebs Guild on all those social media ones. And we will see you guys next Saturday for the finale of Bleach Sizing and Blood War be so Two sad the after one that. One hour, technically forty minute finale. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye everybody.